breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, thanking you for being here. And uh, just a little mental reminder for you. Don't miss that Kevin show this weekend on Salem News Channel. Uh, 9 p.m., we have got, we're stacked. We've got the director from the number two movie in America right now, uh, Jesus Revolution. John Irwin's going to sit down with us. Uh, Michael W. Smith and Ann Wilson both showing up in the music spotlight. And uh, the First Lady of New York Hospitality, Christine Nicholas, will be with us. It's a uh, well-rounded show. and We've got some good stuff working on the comedy sketches, too. So uh, 9 p.m., Salem News Channel. Uh, you can get on every screen in America. There's, there's no screen it cannot be seen on. Uh, just go to the app store of your favorite uh, device and download Salem News Channel right now. Or, or go to snc.tv. All right. Um, one of the things we talk about a lot at this microphone is the uh, issue of being canceled. Uh, I saw my Twitter account evaporate in uh, the 2020 election cycle the same day that President Trump's was. Uh, but there are other people that uh, have been in... Uh, bona fide uh, journalistic uh, academic positions that have held opinions that a lot of Americans hold, and they've been canceled too. Paris Denard has just done a Prager University video on this, and it's titled Never Apologize to the Mob, and he joins us now. Paris, good to have you. Um, how bad is the cancel culture as it has come to be uh, equipped? Well, Kevin, thank you for having me. Look, it's it's a serious issue, and a lot of conservatives um, on academic campuses and, and places in corporate America have experienced it. And because of, I would say, independent journalism uh, and journalists and, and conservative media outlets and radio, talk radio, they've been able to highlight these examples, but it's pretty per- per- pervasive. And sometimes it rears its ugly head in a sense of, you know, if a, if, if a kid in school writes a, a essay or answers a question that is not in line with the professor wants them to, to, to talk about, or if the child is more conservative, the student is more conservative, they're penalized. You know, if, if you write an op-ed and it, and it goes against what, you know, the journalistic, you know, office uh, wants to say is appropriate for their publication, you get penalized. So we see it happening even more uh, these days, especially for those people who supported the former president, uh, President Trump, and just all across the board, conservatives are, are, are feeling and seeing it. And it has a chilling effect. Uh, it's very real uh, and it's unfortunate. But the good, best thing to do is to speak out about it and to not be deterred. Yeah, well, Rush Limbaugh had the famous line, when they come to take your speech away, uh, scream louder. Uh, and I think that that's one of the yeah. things that we have to do. But let's talk about some of the examples you give in the video, because I was I was unaware of some of the, uh, uh, you know, people that you talked about there. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I encourage everyone to, to look at uh, the, the, the video on PragerU. Um, you know, it talks about Neil Golightly and, and some others uh, in the academic world and uh, working for uh, pu- publications, big publications, New York Times, you know, saying something that – they thought was uh, uh, not in line with their values, and, and they canceled them, and they don't get their well, jobs didn't, back. Didn't Go Lightly produce um, an essay for uh, the the for the military? It was in it was in the naval um, publication for the Navy, and someone at Boeing 
saw it and didn't like it, and it ended up going all the way back, uh, you know, through a, a channel that he, he shouldn't have even had to worry about. What he he was he was commenting on a very very important issue at the time, women in combat, and and took a position on it, and someone that wasn't even in the military uh, was was the one that was offended. Yeah, and that's the key thing you said right there. Someone that was not in the military was the one that was offended by it. And, and it's, it's how you define what is, what is offensive. How do we determine what's offensive? You know, people are, are scared to voice their opinions these days uh, because it's very real. Uh, the threat of losing your, uh, your, your occupation, losing your, uh, your, your livelihood. This is not the America that people uh, want to, to be a part of. You know, they, they were looking at things like uh, the example we talked about, Neil Golightly. There, there's other examples uh, that are in there. New York Times claimed that the, uh, Senator Cotton's words were threatening in a piece that uh, this gentleman had written. And they said his words were threatening, and they were personally felt endangered by the words, and they demanded that Bennett apologize uh, for for what was said. You know, if you if you if you if you look at this, and and there was a former New York Times columnist named Barry Weiss who uh, described the situation, saying that Twitter is not on the masthead of the New York Times, but Twitter has become its ultimate editor. Hmm. You know. These situations when people become uncomfortable by the words of conservatives, you know, because they're liberal, the one thing that you can't do is apologize for your conservative values and your conservative beliefs. That's, that's right. They're not they're not going to give in. They're going to double down and they're going to continue to go after you. So why would you apologize for if you haven't done anything wrong? Why would you apologize for being a conservative? for speaking up for your biblical values, for speaking up for your conservative values. Well, in a country uh, it, it, it's, where it's people want to have free speech, and that's supposedly one of the things that the left and right supposedly agree upon. I, I don't really think that they do functionally, but that's philosophically one of the things the left and right agree upon, that we want free speech. If you want free speech, you have to not be worried about being offended. Because right. in order for speech to be free you're going to be offended sometimes. And sometimes the people that are listening to you are going to be offended. But that's what free speech is. It's the ability to share those contrasting ideas. And we can't, we can't, we can't uh, be thin-skinned about it. It's, we got, we got to be, we got to put on the big boy pants here. You know, it's, it's true. I mean, if it can happen to James Bennett, who I mentioned before, who was the New York times editor, if it, if it could happen to, uh, uh, you know, Neil Golightly, who was an executive of Boeing, if it happened to a former president of the United States and how they canceled him because of the things that they said that he that they didn't like on social media, it can happen to everyday Americans. And it has and it does happen to everyday Americans. But what they want us to do, Kevin, is they want us to be silent. They yep. don't want us to spread the truth. They don't want us because a lot of the things that people were canceled for and taken off social media platforms and lost their jobs for have now come back to actually be found to be true hello the origin of the covid virus now you have the biden administration admitting two by by two different departments in his administration admitting that the the leak came from the wuhan lab of virology and people that put that 
just just the thought question is it possible that this came from there they got their accounts taken away because they said stuff like that 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 is and i and i don't want to minimize that that's cancel culture when when, when you question whether or not about hunter lap hunter biden's laptop and how they said this wasn't a story and it was lies and false and now it turned out to be true and people were, were canceled and taken off platforms for that that was true this is cancel culture we cannot be afraid to speak out about our conservative beliefs. Republicans yeah. have a voice, and Republicans need to, and conservatives need to continue to t- speak out because if liberals and the mob have their way, they will continue to force us into silence. The problem is that the problem is that the left does not want an equal playing field of ideas because their ideas always lose. So they have they have to rig the playing field in order for the other ideas not to be given. Paris Denard, thank you for being with us today. We appreciate it. Kevin McCullough coming right back.